This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin. I'm joined by Garth Jackson and Chris O'Brien. Garth, how are we? Good. Excited for the new Wheel of Misfortune. <laughs> that should um, be what we call it. <laughs> um, it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Had yeah. a good week, so... Good, 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 good. You sound considerably less generally strained and pissed <clears throat> off at the world than you usually do. Yeah, it's weird. Normally, Garth comes on here and he's all fucking broken, stressy. <laughs> he's like stressy, depressy, lemon zesty. But that, today he's like calm. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he's had some wacky tobacco. Just <laughs> nah, just some um, green tea and had a half day. Oh, is that is that what they're calling it nowadays? <laughs> He said some of that well, green tea. To be fair, I'm drinking Tizer, so Is Tizer still wow. a thing up in Scotland? Um yeah. Um because they were out of zero sugar iron brew and I don't like full sugar iron brew because it somehow tastes worse. And so yeah, the, I need I, that. Sorry what? They fucked with the formula. They did fuck with the formula and then brought out over Christmas going, no, like Christmas a year and a half ago going, ooh, well, we brought back the old formula. It's like, why did you take it away originally, you cunts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. People were scalping it up here. Oh, I, it's, uh, even like here, it, it was a bit of a, it, even, a deal. E- even news agents were doing it. I'm like, surely that's not on the fucking level. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Can you remember when, like, stuff like that got into the news and it wasn't just coronavirus? Like, and yeah. then other local you news to... today, Tizer have changed their formula or Iron Brew or whatever it is you're drinking. Oh, do you remember the uproar when Cream Reg changed their insights? No. I remember when they got, got blatantly smaller. <laughs> did, Cream, did, did Cream Eggs used to be big? They used to be bigger than they are now. Like Easter eggs. <laughs> Massive. Are you sure they got? Are you sure they got bigger, or did you, or did your hands just got bigger? No, no, they're definitely definitely in size. <laughs> everything changed. Everything was better in the past, and I don't like it nowadays. To be fair, the, so, so much the, was better in the past. Oh, name! <coughs> I was about to say name one thing, but we'll just get into an argument. Name one <laughs> thing that was better in the past. Oh, I don't know. Not having coronavirus. I mean, but I mean, like, quite frankly, that's not generations. It wasn't. I mean, like, to be, if, even if we take away, and to be fair, we we've watched enough old wrestling on here to know that the balance is at least fifty fifty. 
Fabregas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, for every Vader versus Ric Flair, we have a big event. <laughs> you are never, ever, ever going to let me live down the big event, are you? So bored. I'm like, I know you're going to mention WXW, but at least that was only a fucking hour long, right? Fucking big event. Felt like it was 12 hours long. It felt like a modern mania. I was so bored. In my defense, when something is called the big event, you don't just assume it's going to mean big as in long. I'm sorry, d- did you watch WWE main? Did you watch WWE main event for years? Just because it was like, well, it has to be good. It's called main event. It's why I was addicted so, to superstars. We, yeah, as much as I did, superstars has the word super in it. You must have watched that for fucking ages. How else <laughs> am I going to get my fix of Curtis <laughs> Axel? To be completely fair, superstars when I was like twelve was the only wrestling like that, and TNA was the only wrestling I could watch. It's the only wrestling I could get hold of. So no wonder so you I think up... things were worse in the past. You could only watch superstars and TNA. No, that's the thing. So, like, I have a weird attachment to mid-carders of the 2010s. <laughs> like, Tyson Kidd, D.H. Smith, Tyler Rex, um, the Dude Busters. Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan. Mason yeah. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we should probably get on with what we're doing today. So, in the wake of me and Chris doing a random pay-per-view and having to suffer through TLC 2013. Um, Garth came up with the bright idea that we should do a random match generator. Um, initially, I thought he meant to put every match that had ever been into a generator, <laughs> uh, which is utter bollocks. But playing what, with fire. Which is absolutely playing with fire. Um, however, what we've done is we've come up with effectively, as Garth said, A Wheel of Misfortune. Yes, we're going to start calling it that. Where each of us has come up with five matches and put them on the wheel. Um, I'm going to spin the wheel in a moment, which hopefully you will see on the video. This is still very much a work in progress. Um, And those three matches we will watch this week. And then we will replace them ready for next week. So, a little bit of a rundown of the matches uh, very, very quickly before we start the uh, spinning. Uh, we have got the four-way tag team ladder match from WWE Armageddon 2006. That was a Garth pick. John Cena versus CM Punk from Raw in February of 2013. That was Chris. AJ Styles versus Smojo versus Daniels on Breakable 05. Uh, Kota Ibushi versus Yoshihiko. From DDT, yes, yes, <laughs> that is the blow-up doll. Um, Sting versus Vader from Starcade 92. Flair versus Savage from WrestleMania 8. Uh, Lesnar versus Angle from WrestleMania 19. Um, then we throw in some N- uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. AJ Styles versus Suzuki from G1 Climax 24. Okada versus Omega from G1 Climax 27, which we will come back to in a moment because that was Garth's pick of all things. Um, Cactus Jack versus Sting from Beach Blast 92. The Chamber of Horrors match from Halloween Havoc 91. Um, Bobby Roode versus Today Watami from Takeover Chicago. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Switchblade Jay White from New Beginning in Sapporo 2016. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness from Ring of Honor Unified. And The Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan from Halloween Havoc 1998. <laughs> we oh, ha- two, two very quick things. One, you got the year wrong on Omega versus Switchblade, that was 2018. <laughs> I've I've put 2018. I've, sorry, I meant to put 2018. I've put 2016. It's now been amended. Don't panic. I was about to say that I can see that leading to confusion. Also, you didn't put the one I asked for earlier on. 
The Juice versus Switchblade. I thought you wanted Kenny Omega versus Switchblade. No, I said Juice. Well, we've now got Kenny Omega, so deal with it. <laughs> it's fine. Sit the fuck we'll down. Switch them in or not anyway. Look, look, look at Garth going, oh, all, all New Japan matches are the same anyway. <laughs> which is the whole point of my video. Go watch it. Uh, <clears throat> right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we are going to do is, fingers crossed, um, I'm now going to start recording the wheel. And yes, if it's worked, uh, then fingers crossed, it'll come up on your screens in a moment. If it hasn't, then oh bollocks. Anyway. What we'll do? We'll just, we'll just use stock footage of like Will of Fortune. <laughs> I might do that anyway. So hopefully, lads, you can see the Wheel of Fortune so that you know that I am not yep. taking the piss. We'll choose all three <laughs> matches and then we'll go through what we are going to do. So here we go. Number one, it's a spinning. Ooh. Where will it end? Oh, Cactus Jack Cactus versus Jack. Sting. <laughs> we, oh. <laughs> we so nearly ended up with a Chamber of Horrors match. This is a surprisingly Sting-heavy wheel. We have, yeah. Is, that's a good point. <laughs> right, so that's number one. Uh, I don't know what order we'll be watching this in. We'll uh, talk about that we in could a moment. Just do, we could just do that. and uh, We could just do it between matches. <laughs> We could, however, we'd have to pause the podcast so many times to actually get the what's it up and get Good find point. the You've links. Ma- you have already made us late. Let's just get this on. Exactly. So shut up. Match number two is. Ooh. Oh, yeah! Oh, there we go. So John Cena versus CM Punk from Raw in twenty fifth of February, two thousand and thirteen. And now, finally, our final pick. Unless I'm very much mistaken. Haven't we got a Garth pick and a Chris pick now? Yeah, are we going to get a Rob pick? No. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness from Ring of Honor Unified. Well, that should make you happy, Chris, because that was what you wanted to watch anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was going to be my birthday pick. <laughs> right, so what we're going to do then, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to pause for a second to get all of these links up. All of the links will be in the podcast description, and that will give you guys time to go and find the links and join along with us. So we will see you in a moment. And as if by magic... We are now all ready. So hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you have got all your links together as painlessly as we did. Um, so what I'll do is, if you are all ready, lads, we're going to start with WCW Beach Blast 1992, uh, Cactus Jack versus Sting in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, yeah, so if you skip ahead to 52 minutes and 36 seconds, that'll be where we are. So three, two, one play. Oh, I like how we Beach know. Beach Blast 92! <laughs> Mick Foley looks more like my dad than my actual dad, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's even got sort of the same I wish I was dad face. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's got a very lean face, hasn't he, compared to uh, Santa Foley? (laughs) (laughs) Very lean face. The man called Sting! He's a mercenary. (laughs) 
do you know what? Genuinely, I don't think I've watched a Cactus Jack match in WCW where he's actually fucking won. Um, no, but he just sort of had had him put people over, didn't he? His matches with Vader were fucking fantastic. I love the fact that he's waiting for Sting. That's so class. That's creepy as fuck as well. He does this. He does that. Mm-hmm. Has someone written Beach Blast in the sand? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was someone's job. See, that's what it should be. Shouldn't, like, do your full entrance. Not for shit like this. It, mm-hmm. He's starting to try and hip-toss him off. Is this a false guy in it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I was about to say, a black slide on the fucking ramp. Can you imagine if that was it? That was the end. <laughs> what do you oh, guys right, think well. of, like... What do you guys think of the ramp that, like, doesn't go down, but sort of just goes straight into the ring? I really oh, like but... it. Because it's, it's, like... I think... It's like adds an extra dimension when they're doing moves and stuff. I think it's good, but also the thing that gets me is well, especially for nowadays, it sort of limits dives, Ooh. which I guess. <laughs> well, it wasn't an issue in WCW because it was a disqualification going over the top rope, wasn't it? <laughs> um, was it at this point? Yeah. When did Bill Watts come in? Uh, it was it was ninety two, I believe. <laughs> Bill Watts coming in goes right. Oh fucking hell! Jesus! Jesus! Fucking hell! For a start, we can stop all that diving and shit. Yeah. But basically, what would happen if Garth walked into any promotion? Mm-hmm. It's like, first off, no it's, more diving. It's the corny, it's the corny way. <laughs> the corny way. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh! <laughs> He's just a lunatic, <laughs> isn't he? Uh, wrestling today has no structure. People oh. just fr- take bumps for no reason. Jesse Ventura on commentary. Mm. I love Jesse Ventura. <laughs> we know you, t- you love everything from the Eddie. <laughs> Hitting hard. That was a lovely little netbreaker, though. It was. <laughs> as netbreakers go. Like, yeah, like it. it's not the best netbreak. It's not exactly the KBS Hall of netbreakers, but you know. Oh, KBS Hall. <laughs> do it again. You know what? You know what I love? I, I made a joke on the Sardencast scarf that I'd fuck KBS Hall if I was going to fuck a building. Oof! Jesus. No, no, no! None of this. Stop it. Oh my um, god, he's a fucking it's nutcase. It's not easy to be. They are some very tiny <laughs> shorts on that camera, man. <laughs> Just seeing that man's face. <laughs> Absolutely fucking terrified. Say, like, whoa, wanna watch the kid? <laughs> he's still looking like it. And now he's really into it. Yeah, kill him! There's a woman there with a the teeth. The old, the, old, the old women are like, just do it here. <laughs> so, yeah. Someone's got a picnic. <laughs> That's amazing. God, why don't you pack us a picnic when we go to takeovers? <laughs> they, don't let, they don't let you take food into the building. Boo. Okay. Flask of some tea. Oh, mate, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I've just realised it's JR on commentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, do, you know why they, do you know why they fired JR? No, I don't. I, I've heard the reason, but I can't remember what. 
Um, because we didn't want a southern accent on commentary. Oh, that's why I know. In that southern wrestling promotion. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oh. Sting must be one of the... <laughs> that's the worst count ever. I'm so kidding that. Is it Bill Alfonso? Raffi? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> that's Bill Alfonso! Always... <laughs> oh, it is, I. I'm just happy he's not there. That's fucking whistle. Oh, oh God, that whistle. That fucking whistle. That fucking whistle. What a motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck, I've just snorted tea up my nose. Oh, my God. Ow. Oh. Enthusiastic? <laughs> What's that fucking... Nice. That is a grey clothesline. Oh, love you, Cactus Jack. <laughs> Stinks tights, leaving little to the imagination there. <laughs> That's the thing. Somebody on um, NXT the other day did a diving headbutt off the top rope, and I thought, I thought that was oh, I t- That was Tony Storm, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought that was banned. I didn't think you were allowed to do it. No, neither did I. When again, it was a really shit one, to be fair. <laughs> was it as shit as her looking at a table and it's exploding? <laughs> He does this. He does he that. He does that. <laughs> just, what a fucking one. <laughs> it's the w- <laughs> I liked Cactus Jack's one, though, where uh, Mr. Bang Bang, he ain't got no family. <laughs> no, it's like, he's as bad as a man can be. He that's ain't the, one, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn. I'm currently troubleshooting how to get the network playing again on my computer. Um, but is it coming up? We don't want saying, to play that shit. Literally, all it's coming up with is um, <laughs> have you tried turning off your antivirus software? <laughs> it's like oh. that's that is suspect. I am on, thoroughly fucking enjoying this match. He's got no sort of concept sense. of his own safety. It's sense, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got no <laughs> sense. Is this for the world championship? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's just said. Then what the hell is um, Ricky Steamboat versus Rick Rude for? Oh, is this when they're doing the two... No, it isn't when they're doing the two titles, is it? The really confusing storyline where you've got the international championship and the world championship, and somehow the world championship is more... is better than the international championship. What, uh... What time are we here, guys? Because I've just paused for ages. Fucking network, man. One hour 51, one hour 52, one hour 53. Yeah, the same time. Uh, Cactus Jack is currently acquainting Sting, Sting with a steel chair. Yeah. Number eighteen, apparently, and now he's listening <laughs> to, and now he's listening to it, like a boombox. 
Eat shit. Oh, it's a cactus on his tights. You've only just clocked. I thought it was a penis. What do you think it was? What weird ass penises have you been looking at? Is that not what your penis looks like? Oh, Jesus! (laughs) Oh, my God! Why have they not got any mats? <laughs> because, genuinely, this was another Bill Watts thing. Bill Watts basically mm-hmm. said that going over the top rope was a disqualification and that having no mats on the outside made you basically showed how tough you were as a wrestler. Because That's... Bill Watts is a clever man. <laughs> oh, no, was it Bill Watts or was it Jim Hurd? No, it was Bill Watts. It was Jim Hurd who did Bill the whole uh, Spartacus thing, wasn't it, for Ric Flair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, before we need an old because they went too far in one direction in ninety in nineteen ninety. Like from what I've heard, they were really good, and then Robocop sh- showed up for. Nothing. Oh, that was unbelievable! Fucking love. Robo-Cop. Oh yeah, Garfield yeah, has fond memories of the time. Oh Robo-Cop god! And, and then and then the mummy. Ooh. Not, oh, be yeti. Yeti. No, like, that was ninety-five. I was like four years late. Yeah, I was like had, five years later. And the kiss monster, the kiss demon. Kiss Quite demon. frankly, I'm. Controversial opinion. I'm happy they fucking died. Who? Nah. Don't we... Oh no. I'm. I'm. I thought you meant kiss. I was like, what? No. <laughs> still... I'm, I'm, I'd be <laughs> apart from Gene Simmons. I'm fine with kiss. Um. Oh, paddle driver on the concrete. Ooh, fucking that was horrible. <laughs> oh, look, you've messed up Sting's Why? hair. Doesn't the network work on my computer? What the fuck? At least you're watching on your iPad. I know, but like, I want to watch it like on the good screen. Can we just appreciate the tiny, tiny shorts of the cameraman for a moment? <laughs> they are unnecessarily. No, oh, Jesus! Cactus! I like how we keep. Tra- I like how we keep trying to make jokes, I and mean, then Cactus Jack jumps off Mr. Bang Bang. Chop. See? Bill Alfonso's egg, like egg in the mon. <laughs> He's loving life, isn't he? Of all that we've seen, right, I would love to know what is actually going to finish this match. Hmm. It's going to be a shit hurricane runner. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like fucking Muto versus Go. Still not over <laughs> that yet, mate. No, 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 I'm not. You know I'm not. I don't know why you'd ask. Oh, round the knee. Ooh, ouse. <clears throat> oh, that's why. See, that's a clever finish. I like that if that's the finish. Oh, oh, God. Ah! Oh, no. No, Ooh, no, no. That Topple. was awkward. I wonder where Skiavone is at this point. Is he backstage? Maybe. Oh, that was awkward. Going back to what you said earlier, Chris, about glad that they've died. I I have a proper soft spot for WCW. See, I thought I did. I do feel like all the daft shit. I was like all the daft shit. Well, I don't, because, like, a lot of people seem to put WCW over. It's like, oh, it's this place for, like, real wrestling where WWF wasn't. And it's like, did you want Robocop showed up? Are you kidding me? 
It's like stuff like a uh, seven. Seven. <laughs> I want you to take a good hard look at the, the shit I'm in. <laughs> One what of the, the best shoot, like thingies ever. Yeah, go. that was <laughs> that was the finish. I think they were told uh, end it quick. Pokemon's out. <laughs> what the? F- oh man, that's a bit disappointing. Just a little bit. Is he screaming? I think so. Right, let's pause it there then, lads. Um, that apart apart from the finish, which was a little bit out of nowhere, and I do think you're right, Garth. That stunk of. Come on, lads, let's take it home. Um, <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed that. I thought that was a great match. Um, yeah. Garth, as this was your pick, what did you think? Really enjoyed it. It was much better than. Much more, like, hardcore than I thought it was going to be as well. Considering the the period and Sting. Um, <laughs> nah, I really enjoyed it. It was just, like, both guys just went for it. And, as usual, we uh, see Mick Foley just throw zero regard towards his body. <laughs> fucking knees <laughs> first, and first <laughs> on the fucking concrete. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, what did you think of that match? Um, it was a standard steam ma- uh, sting match, but accented with Cactus trying to kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, so that's basically just what it was. Which, like, you can see why Sting. Like, here's the thing about Foley: he's one of those people where if you had a match with him, a high-profile match with him, it's probably your best match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you think about it, like Rock, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Well, maybe not Shawn, but like um, Taker, um, Funk. A, a Vader, Funk. There's like everyone had classics with Cactus for good reason. Damn right. Um, I must admit, I've seen quite a few Cactus Jack matches, and I reviewed for the site, shameless plug, um, Halloween Havoc '93, where he was against Vader in the main event. And that's a good match. Um, it's a solid four-star match, but I think this was better. And I don't know if it was just because it was... It wasn't really boring at any point, was it? It was never really... It never really stopped. And aside mm. from the quite weak finish, I thought it was a really, really, really well-done match. Both men... I mean, fully tried to kill himself for Sting. And Sting, <laughs> to be fair, he didn't exactly pull any punches himself. Um... Garth, what would mm. you rate that? Solid four, four and a quarter. Yeah, I'll go four and a quarter. Okay. Uh, Chris? Um, three and three quarters, because it's one of those matches where like it's not actually a good match, but you're just along for the ride for the whole time. Uh, ECW so... do it better. <laughs> We didn't. But you don't, you don't know matches like this until you watch FMW. I, I've never watched FMW in my life. Stop, stop <laughs> painting me. I've, not, I've watched like one FMW match in my whole fucking life. <laughs> uh, I, to be fair, Chris, I do actually agree. Who, who hurt you? <laughs> um. Oh, we haven't got enough time on this podcast to talk about that. Um, I, I I agree. Um, as an actual match, but 
it wasn't it wasn't overly great, but I don't think that was what they were going for. They were going for an all-out brawl, and I think they did that very well. Um, so I'm actually going to sit on the fence and sit right in between both of you, which I know how we like it on here, uh, at four stars. So I think that more or less averages out at about four stars, which I think is fair for the work that these two men did. Um, so next, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, uh, if we want to go to WWE Raw uh, from February 25th, 2013. Now, me and Chris know quite a lot about the landscape of WWE in 2013. After no, we know the la- we know the landscape of late. That is true. That is true. It was Garth. You're not allowed to leave me again. Um, it was it was not a good pay per view, like at all. It's a fucking randomizer. Why are you blaming me? Because we could have watched Survivor Series 2002, but no, you, you were like have oh. vetoed. The show, just anyway. Um, it was it was a pay per view called TLC with no tables match, no chairs match, and one ladder match. It was the TLC match. Exactly one match. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if the WWE had their way, they would have you believe that there was only one match on that card anyway. So, you know, there is that. Um, anyway, Chris made the- Roman look strong. That is true. That is true. Punk had a wedding to get to. Um, he did have a wedding to get to. Um, no, uh, he, no, he actually, no, he, but this is an actual, oh, fuck's sake, I'm so annoyed at Chrome. Right. Sorry, I'm going to have to find out on the network. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I'll fill in for Chris here. Um, basically, Garth, CM Punk apparently, um, before the pay-per-view, weeks before the pay-per-view had said, don't book me on this pay-per-view, I've got a wedding. Um, and apparently it was all fine. And then the WWE forgot and put him in a match. So Punk went fine. I'll do the match, but I'm on first. And I want Vince's private jet to fly me to the wedding. And <laughs> that was apparently what happened. And Vince apparently, according to Chris, got very, very pissed off because they were eating fast food on his plane, um, which well, was outstanding. Vince shouldn't be a fucking arsehole. That is a good <laughs> point. That is a good point. Vince McMahon <laughs> is a dick. No one should be an asshole. I'll be kind to each other. I'm gonna have. To, I'm not looking for. I'm gonna do a lot of troubleshooting after this fucking record. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just getting up. And, like for those who I don't know, if we've mentioned. The, I like actually in a bit. that's gonna be broadcast. But the WWE Network will not load on my desktop. It literally just it comes up and there's the play button and I press the play button and it doesn't play. And I have tried every troubleshoot. That it's been good, and like I'm on a fucking fairly high spec gaming computer, right? So it's not my fucking video memory or fucking whatever WWE tried to tell get, me it was. Um, I get like issues with it on the Fire Stick with my laptop and the iPad. Yeah, always. it's just a. I think at the moment it's it's riddled with bugs. It's quite frank. It's, it's the worst it's been in years. Quite frankly, I know. I do know Rob's login, so I should just give up and <laughs> just, just use mine. <laughs> just use yours. Quite frankly, because you, to be completely honest, you'd probably forget I was on it and just one day log on going, what's all this shit from 2000 <laughs> doing in my history? And it's like, oh, of course, Chris was on here. Chris O'Brien. Um, anyway, so the February 25th Raw, 2013, we're looking at the main event from that Raw, which was a number one contendership match between John Cena and CM Punk. If you skip ahead to 1 hour 41 minutes and 36 seconds, that should take you there. And lads, are we ready? Yeah, bitch. Go. Three, two, one. 
play. One fall! One fall! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Two. Oh, man. Oh, I love this theme. So this is... Ah, so this is for who challenges The Rock. The rock. So basically, CM Punk's been going on a whole narrative narrative of The Rock stole my title, The Rock stole my title. And then Cena won the Rumble, so I had a shot at the title. So... Um, Punk basically goaded Cena by going, I am the one person you can't beat. Beat me to prove that you can actually take on the mantle at Mania. And apparently throughout this whole period, Punk was like campaigning going, um, look, I've had this year-long title to reign. Can I please be rewarded with an actual main event, <laughs> main event mate? Like apparently he, um, he put forward that, make it an elimination match and just eliminate me in the first five minutes. <laughs> And honestly, just it's a bit sad because he he's so good and he never got his big main event, which he did actually fucking deserve. So hang on, who won the Rumble in 2013? They must Cena. have been on. Oh, did Cena win the 2013 yeah, no, Rumble? But, no, basically, Punk negged Cena into putting his shot on the line. <laughs> like basically, Punk did a what did to Cena what. Um, Gaff did to Balor in that pub in Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten match. <laughs> to, to you, Abel, this version of CM Punk, much cleaner than the one He just had that greasy hair. It was, it, oh. The greasy hair, the sideburns. Dun, dun. See what though, Punk had a great 2013 because after this he'd have that Taker match, which would probably take his last great Mania match. Um, you had the Jericho match, which was really good. You had the um, Lesnar match, which is one of Lesnar's best matches. The one at SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, great. As opposed to all the other <laughs> Punk versus Lesnar. I, d- I don't know if he's ever faced him again, but I know that match is nah, great. No, we've never faced again. It is great. Four and three quarters by my ratings. Could do with some sleep, Punk, couldn't he? I was very tired. <laughs> he did, he's even taken a season of the ring, the poor little man. So what do you think of this Cena shirt? It's better than his boring white one he was wearing. Yeah, that that, that was a really boring shirt, wasn't it? It's like weird because even like I have a John Cena T-shirt. It's for one black one he ever fucking had when he started doing the color thing, right? And um, it, he somehow managed to make a black T-shirt garish. <laughs> it's incredible. It's not the one with the uh, bulldog on, is it? Like the no, 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 no. It's just for one. It's for one that's like the beer, the um, Patriot beer thing. Red, white, and blue. I, I, I gotta, I'll find, I'll, I'll find that and send it to the group chat. And then Rob, will, and then Rob will, if you're watching the YouTube version, superimpose this somewhere. <laughs> oh, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> John Cena, black t-shirts. I'm very happy I didn't just accidentally put in John, John Cena, Cena black, black. Shirt, <laughs> because that's going to be an endless world of fucking photoshops. That's the first one that comes up. Nice. 
Now, I want you guys to keep in mind that this is more garish in real life. Why do you have a John Cena shirt? It was £5. Okay. I also, that's also how I got my Seth Rollins t-shirt. <laughs> Except someone bought me the Seth Rollins t-shirt. Oh, I know this yeah, one. That shirt's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that's bad? I won't show you my fucking Candy Floss t-shirt. Good. <laughs> oh, you have seen that, actually, yeah. Yes! Best ace WWE ever had. To be fair, his arms are massive. Like, his forearms are unreal. <laughs> how are they that I like big? How said that. Like, I like how you said that, like, we were disputing how big <laughs> John Cena's arms are. Bigger than Hulk Hogan's. The Pythons, brother! I can't believe Hogan was still in TNA at this time. I watched, I'm going to have to tell you this, I watched um, an episode of Nitro from 1997, and the main event segment was uh, Hogan basically calling out um, the Giant for their match in in, uh, Vegas. Oh no, Chicago. (laughs) Oh, we were going to have it. No, I I know this, because I had to watch it for my 97 project, because Cage Match put it as a fucking match. (laughs) Um, And the promo, he... He hasn't quite twigged being a heel, I don't think, at this point. And he just... This promo is unreal. He talks about, so... And he's with uh, Ted DiBiase as well. And he was like, so, as we uh, as we were flying over the river, brother, we were starting to lose ground, so I just punched my arms through the plane and guided us in. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Hogan? <laughs> what are you talking the about? Thing, the one thing Hogan never understood about being a heel is at some point the heel needs to lose. <laughs> Ooh, that was a lo- lovely little <laughs> snap there. These are two of my favorite wrestlers. I'm going to relentlessly put this over. Since when is John Cena one of your favorite wrestlers? Did you not listen to my top 10 wrestler, John? Was I not on that podcast? No, you weren't. We d- we quickly put it together because you weren't going to be on the podcast. Ah, right. You got a hole in your trousers, John. Oh, too bad, it's not as bad as Braun Strowman's dry- trousers. <laughs> Shit-stained trousers. How the fuck did he get away with them for so long? Apparently, John Cena loved working with Punk, because Punk's the first person who started subverting Cena's offense. Like, and Cena was like, okay, and then we'll do the like, five moves of doom, and he was like, well, why don't when you go down for five-knuckle shuffle, I kick you? And Cena was like, no one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever dared go against the grain. Yeah. To be fair, I've seen interviews with Punk that have said he loved working with John Cena. Yeah, no, Punk says he loves... It's, yeah, Punk said he enjoyed work. Like, there's very few people Punk said he doesn't enjoy working with. Ryback. Yeah, basically yeah. Ryback <laughs> and... El- it's basically Ryback and Elijah Burke are the only p- people Punk has ever been. <laughs> well, that and Hunter. You know, the Hunter was for a oh, different yeah. reason. <laughs> Oh, that was the worst fisherman suplex I've ever seen. <laughs> Forgot that he shouldn't be letting go. It's like, what's the point of hooking the leg, John? <laughs> what did you achieve? Remember that weird period where he did a springboard stunner and often kept rinsing him for it on the podcast? Yeah.
What the fuck are you saying? I'm uh, I'm doing the chorus to a song I was listening to before. Uh, at least he stopped doing fucking AJ scene. Light it up, light it up, Don't know the words, do we do? I'll set Garth on you. There were some good themes on that pay per view. To be fair. But, but it was a it was probably the best part of the pay per view to be honest. Like there was Kofi Kingston's old theme, um, the Shield theme, Ryback's theme. Oh shit! What's going on here? Oh my god! Pure strength but, and power. That is. <laughs> it, but to be fair, that is well. There's no way you can actually help someone up on that one. It's like the one thing people put over on John Cena is just how fucking strong he is. It's like him and Cesaro who keep getting put over for their strength. Mark Henry said he's the strongest man he's ever met. Like, he was able to proper lift him up. Like, and he he said, like, there's loads of people who think they're strong and then they come to lift me up and you can see them shaking and stuff. Um, <laughs> but Cena was unreal. Big Show said Kane. <laughs> because there was a, apparently there was a match that they both had. And... Um, Kane had Big Show in the choke in a choke slam pose and just walked around the ring with him. And uh, Big Show apparently was kicking off in his ear, going, "Will you put me the fuck down? Put me down! Put me down!" <laughs> and apparently, because obviously Kane was wearing the mask at the time, he was just laughing his head off behind the mask. <laughs> mm. That's, you know, the strongest wrestler I've probably ever seen live is Tyler Bate. When I went to the NXT UK take, um, tapings in Glasgow. Um, he picked up Zach Gibbs. It was his like a dark show match, so we could have a, um, the faces win because the Wizard Young Veterans won at the main event. Um, he picked up um, Zach Gibson, started spinning, spun backstage, <laughs> and then spun back out. <laughs> he is a big, strong boy. He is a big, strong boy. Allegedly. Um... I like how they keep doing cook sequences of going going back into a headlock. They like do like an exciting sequence and it's like what well, back of a headlock. To be fair, they're probably calling the match, aren't they? Probably. That's probably why Cena's probably why Punk's got his head nestled into the crook of Cena's neck. Mm-hmm. I love you, John Cena. I love you, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me Bella. I can be a better lover than she can ever. Wrong Bella, mate. He's with Nikki. Oh, did I get the Bellas mixed up? You got the Bellas oh. mixed up. That's Sick. a shame. They're so, they're so fucking different. I must did admit, you see that, that is... Contra- did you, did you see that thing on Twitter yesterday where WWE on Fox put up a... Um, oh, yeah. Like, one of those tier lists, and then Natalia is like, I know my worth. It's like, you're in a company that has literally copyright, um, copyrighted your likeness to the point where you can't make money off of it if you decide to leave but this is where you decide yeah. to draw a fucking line in the sand like at the best someone's worth five dollars in this fucking hierarchy right it's it's a bit of a laugh come on it's like oh, and it's very I, I mean, clearly I can based also... on card placements well you say that mate she was below lana lana just had a big program to be fair i mean oh, in kayfabe she's a table and put through tables. Yeah, yeah that ain't a It's technically a program, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's more than Italian's had in the past five years. 
Wait, no, she won the championship like three years ago, didn't she? No, four years ago now. She she that was a surprisingly good match though. AJ Lee versus Natalia, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was Can he rally, boys? Can John Cena rally? <laughs> well, will he have a comeback? Will John Cena? Be, uh, it's good DDT. John Cena's, I swear to God, John Cena sometimes tried to sell the, DV, um, the DDT like he's fucking RBD. Oh, and here we go, weird. guys. Five moves. Oh, oh, oh. no. Oh, 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 into, into the, the Anaconda, Anaconda Vice. Very fucking nice. Lovely. Oh. <clears throat> See now this shit's getting exciting. Great neck breaker. I think I've only ever seen Cena tap like twice. I don't think I've seen T- Cena in his current iteration. Well, actually, his current iteration is dead. But um... <laughs> yeah. wiped out by the fiend. Yeah, I, NWO Cena. I haven't seen Cena in this current iteration that we're watching tap. The last time I saw him tap was to the ankle lock by Kurt Angle, I believe. But to be fair, there's no shame in tap. There's no. Sh- I've only oh. ever seen one person. Oh, did he tap to Alberto Del Rio? No, he didn't tap. What when he lost U.S. title, he lost it to a super kick. Oh yeah, of course. That's the weirdest choice to ha- to end Cena's run. It was a return, in fairness. Mm. It I mean, was, but like he's Del boring Rio. as fuck. Yeah, one hundred percent. He came, he came off his run in Lucha Underground, where he ended up looking really exciting because he was in a very heavily edited environment. Still looks tired, doesn't he? Phenomenal Pump. forearm. Oh look! You have to understand, Punk was like when he had to get surgery, took less time off than he had to. He probably is fucking tired at this point. Has he shat himself? Hmm. Um, no, that was later in the year. That was very smooth. That was very, very smooth. That's the thing, these two just knew how to work with each other. It's like Flair and Steamboat. Or... Tanner and Okada, or... Yeah, there are very few... There are very few... Is this LaBelle lock? Hmm, hmm. I'd call so it a cross. Going all out. Oh, you think it's going all out? You, have you seen Have you seen this match before, Gaff? Uh huh. Well, I don't really remember it, but I like I've definitely seen it. Oh, matches of this era blur together for me. Matches of any blur together for me now. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll be talking about an AEW match, and he's like, "Hey, I remember that. Was that in the fucking Spartatorium? No, Gaff. <laughs> <laughs> the Silverdome, <laughs> brother." <laughs> I'm just the right gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite like botch promo is still Sid. It's like I have, you know, you are half a man, but I am, and I have half a brain. That you do. <laughs> Tremendous. He has underrated punches, does uh, John? Big match, John. Yeah, big punch, John. Big Dong John. Big, big Dong John? I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> no, nah, apparently it's Batista who has the bit. Anyway. Um... 
Have you ever heard the time when um, CM Ooh, Punk... Oof, so but. Um, have you ever heard about the time where CM Punk pissed off Tony Atlas? <laughs> no. No hand. Okay, so... No, right as um, Punk went up to ECW, he still had one day there he had we to go. do in develop- Lovely. He still had one day he had to do in developmental. So he went down and he was like, hey, can me and a bunch of my friends do like a dark tag match just so I can have like a wee send-off? And they were like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So they had like a wee like five-minute comedy tag match. Went back. And like, but during like when he was taping it up, it's like taping up his wrists. Um, Tony Atlas, he was there and in punk's word he was only there to warn people to save your money and don't do drugs um and he came up to him and was like oh taping your wrists you're gonna look like you broke your hand he was like aha yeah and walked off and like tony atlas didn't know he was already on tv so um he was given feedback at the end of it and punk just stuck around so he could go i'd say to the pub he's straight edge isn't he he was gonna go somewhere with his mates afterwards and watch some hockey or something (laughs) <laughs> and it was like um, a lot of you are getting great reviews but one of you is an asshole <laughs> and Punk didn't, re- didn't think he was talking about him so he was just <laughs> sitting in the back and he just kept doing it and he was, it was like um, yeah as I said some of you are getting great reviews some of you are assholes <laughs> oh lovely I, I better fucking sit up Powerbomb and Batista ever did Ooh, the pop. There's another one where he didn't piss off Harley Race, but Harley Race was at an indie show he was at was um was the special referee because it was the final of the tournament for that fed. And the style at the time was to do like the quick roll ups, you know the one two, one two. And yeah. so Harley Race walked up to him and whoever he was facing before the match and he was like, You two, you know that one two, one two one, two, shit. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which to be fair, if Harley Race was officiating my match, I'd be like, you know what, Harley? I, I don't think I will. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Maybe I'll leave that. It's some one of my favourite. Um, Mick Foley told a story about Harley Race where he was like, um, uh, so why are you so confident in your left arm, um, Harley? And he was like, let me put this way, Cactus. If I punched someone and we didn't fall down, I'd walk behind them to see what was propping them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't even use that in a promo. How, how the fuck did that never get used in a promo? Punk's just had a tattoo <laughs> where dedicated to Harley Race, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he's, he's really loves Harley Race. That's the thing about seeing Punk before like he fell out, fell completely out of love with wrestling. He adored wrestling. Like he was a fucking tape trader back in the day. Did backyard shit. This match has really started to pick up after a bit of a slow start, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's been good. Ooh. I still love that move, and I don't know why, because it's bad. <laughs> but also, the <laughs> Imagine crowd if fought... that had have finished him off. I mean, like, we're what... like after the Sting match. <laughs> yeah, but there's... they're different matches, this and the Sting match. <laughs> True. This one has two good wrestlers. Hey, that was pretty good as well. 
I think he woke Garth up. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Garth, about to, uh, upon almost being actually annoyed, was like, wait, I can make a joke out of it. <laughs> I can spin this shit. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> He's about to do a spear. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Robbie talked about this last week. Where? Oh, oh, ooh, 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 ooh. That was out of nowhere. No, 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 no. We we were talking about punk um, last week, and we realized that basically all of punk's offense is stone. Yes, one hundred percent. Like basically, Kenta, Tenzan, Muta. Um, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of an official, an actual move he used, but no one else. Like because basically, he got away with it because he was doing. Japanese stuff which popped people on the indies and then was shit people in like WWE audiences had never seen before because I, I think I saw an interview with like Paul London where he was like I hate CM Punk he just stole Kent's moveset <laughs> <laughs> John Cena there looking like a fucking dead body <laughs> <laughs> he's not even moving that's my favourite Pink Panther joke um, is where <laughs> So <laughs> what? What a segue! It's my fi- honestly, it's incredible. It's um, they're investigating this action. murder scene, and there's a chalk outline on the floor, obviously, of where the body was. And he goes, "Don't you think it's weird? Don't you think it's coincidental that the body fell exactly into this <laughs> chalk outline?" <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. Punk's Go got it. Sleep. Punk's going to mania. Punk's going to mania. I don't think it, I don't think there are many people who've kicked out of the GTS. To be fair, um, not Kenta's version at least. It's because Kenta's version legitimately breaks your face. Yeah, because Kenta gives enough fucks. Until recently, where he kind of just plays to the crowd that isn't there. I love Kenta. He's fucking great. I love Ken- I love Kenta until he actually has to wrestle, because he's someone who's mu- right, like right now. I mean, like old Kenta, obviously amazing, but like current Kenta, his mind is there, but it's like his body just isn't, which makes sense. But it's still kind of sad. Oh, please don't make Punk tap to your shit STF. It's not a great STF. Is it? I can like it, I'll defend. He's Cena out of it. A, he's he's basically I, out of it now. I'll defend Cena on a lot of things. I can't defend his GTS. His GTS. Not his GTS. His STF. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking initials. There are, yeah. <laughs> there are. To be yeah. fair, it's like Raw stands for really average wrestling. Really. <laughs> Raw's average. <laughs> Oh, no, it's it's average. Shit the shit the I watch must all be. Oh no, it's shit at the moment. To be fair, I think every time I see people talk about Raw nowadays, it's oh, what's this? No, oh no, <laughs> a pile driver. To be fair, you still don't see them on WWE TV. I wonder if um, Vince okayed that. You know, it's, no, no, I was waiting for this to happen so I could tell the story. He didn't. Punk, on, Punk, on, Punk and Cena almost got fined. Yeah, fuck okay. it. 
<laughs> it's worth it. Well, like, he's thing. not going to fire CM Punk and John Cena, is he? I mean, no, he did fire CM Punk on his wedding that, day, but that's that's beside the point. Here's the thing: because Punk, it's a case of Punk didn't care, and Cena was like, "What are you going to do? Fire him?" <laughs> to be fair, that that's the card you pull if you're John Cena, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Fire me, I'm John Cena. Um, okay, Vince, um, you go out there and tell all those kids you, why John Cena's not here this week. Do you remember, like, in 2011, he ca- he occasionally referenced TNA? It was mad. He he got he was like like when when in storyline his friend to be fired. It's like if you fire me, I'll walk into someone else's arena, brother. <laughs> are you ready for his really shit elbow drop? Right, stop. Stop being mean to my <laughs> my bay. I mean, it's oh. not even as good as oh my Michael's god! Michael's. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What was that? Super Cena. That was a fucking KG Muto special, right there. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was press the um, triangle button for a comeback. It was. Yeah, it was. That was fucking rapid. Wasn't it? I don't think Cena's ever moved that fast before or since. What the fuck was that? What? I reckon the thingy says, you've got 20 seconds. Shit, i got to get my stuff in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just sort of make it look like a Hurricane Ron. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look like one. Just sort of get up on him. To be fair, I don't think Cena's back is flexible enough to do an actual clean Hurricane Ron. It's made of just pure <laughs> muscle. Yeah. It was probably, probably all the way through. Like a uh, punk like slightly going, go on, Cena, try it. <laughs> a day, a day, a day. Just Cena. It's like come All on, the way through. One Cena. You can't even do it, can you? You can't. Fucking, you couldn't even do it, Rana. <laughs> you absolute fucking pussy. Come on. <laughs> and just imagine him being like that. Right. You're gonna do Let's it or what? Pause <laughs> it there. Come on, you little bitch. Huh? Chris, was that as good as you imagined <laughs> or remembered? In fact, um, I honestly haven't seen that match since I was a teenager. So I'm you... I'm t- I'm proud of both of you for not making a young joke there. Um, so it's not as good as I remember because remember it being like a five star classic. My states have since refined, but you know what? Oh, it's still fucking great. But had a bit of a slow start. <clears throat> I, I'll definitely grant that. But by the end, when we were just throwing bombs at each other and like not caring about Vince's rules. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was great. Like, honest, I'm obviously biased. Punk and Cena, like, fairly defining wrestlers in my wrestling development. So, I'm like, I'm gonna be biased towards their matches. But this was still a very surprisingly good match. Garth, what about you? Agree. Good match. Really good. Um, it was another one of those cases of John Cena being able to do it when he's pushed to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Punk obviously pushed him to do it. Um, that was really good. Really enjoyed it. Good crack. Now the question is, Chris, you thought that was a five star match in your teenage years, which, let's face it, was about two years ago. So, <laughs> what do you think it is? Five years ago. <laughs> what do you think it is now? Um, I'd go four, maybe four and a quarter. I I must admit, four and a quarter was along my sort of what's it. I thought it was a really, really good match, really well worked. Um, these two do bring out the best in each other. Um, Garth, what about you? I'm happy to go with that, yeah. It's good. Yeah. 
Get in. Right. Well, and actually Meltzer gave this four and a quarter as well for those that care about Meltzer's ratings. But who cares how about you, Meltzer's how ratings? Do you always have Meltzer's ratings on hand. And why do you always save them immediately followed by but who cares about Meltzer's ratings? <laughs> Very clearly, Robert, you care about Meltzer's ratings. You see, what I'm doing is I am comparing Meltzer's ratings to the far more prestigious Podmania ratings. So, to be fair, our actually, ones are democratic and therefore fairly fucking skewed. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. But... Whereas Uncle Dave's... I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure, like, actual five-star classics don't uh, from, like, Niche Man don't have five-star classics because Garth wanted to have a hot take about podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you see this Omega versus uh, Okada match? Fuck this. Two stars. Oh, you dick. What? Kenny Olivier? No. <laughs> What's it called? Um, thingy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. I'm going to get angry. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> oh, right. That's the next thing I'm going to put on Chris's table on the uh, on the old podcast overlay. Um, I'm just going to keep getting added with things I don't like in front of me until the point where it's just overtaking me. Yeah. You so are like, going to be I'm wearing a Jim Cornette shirt by the end I, of this podcast. I'm just going to end up looking like a bunch of discarded um, items rocket. from fucking <laughs> Wrestle Crates. Yeah, <laughs> Wrestle Crates. Like, the shit I can stop loaded. <laughs> I like how you, instead of putting actual... Sorry, this is the first time I'm properly looking at it right now. Um, this is, I like how you put pop vinyls behind us instead of like actual like wrestling figures. Well, there's other bits. There's other bits to go in yet. And there will be when this is live, so... Yeah, we're, just, we're only just renovating the office. Exactly, renovating the office to make us look less like Smarks. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to our third and final match. Uh, Chris, this is another one of yours. Um, so we are looking at Ring of Honor Unified, uh, a critically acclaimed match between Daniel Bryan and Nigel McGuinness. Um, it's lauded as one of, if not the best match of Ring of Honor's run. Um, I think we've seen another sort of contender for that throne in Samoa Joe versus Kenna Kabashi, but I do look forward to seeing this match. I've never seen it before. It's always been one that I've wanted to see. Um, Garth, have you ever seen this match? Nope, never. Actually, uh, no, I haven't. No. I was, oh, I was expecting that to go. Actually, I might have been there live. Massive no Ring of Honor fan. Am I Nigel McGuinness? To be fair, this is in Liverpool, which is basically just next to Newcastle. Basically, it's all been north. Um, hey, you probably you, you see, probably seem to see Edinburgh as Scotland as the same thing. So, so they Edinburgh are the same thing. You probably see Ed- Glasgow rather. Edinburgh and Glasgow as the same thing. I stumbled over my words. Okay. I'm very. No. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm very stressy, depressy, lemon zesty today. Do you know what's the perfect tonic for that, Chris? <laughs> Some Ring of Honor Unified. So let's get it on. So the link for this video is in the podcast description, alongside all the links to the other videos that we are doing today. We, we don't normally condone unofficial sources, except we definitely do. But also, um. <laughs> If we went with a version on YouTube, we would definitely get ads because that's what happened last time we used one off Ring of Honor YouTube. And I don't think any of us are going to want to get on a club just for this one match. Hell no. Hell no. So it is a Vimeo link, as Chris said, but ultimately you will thank us later. 
So, let's get on with it. Are we ready, lads? Aye, aye, Captain. Let's fucking do this. Three, two, one, play. Can I just say, Rob, you're a lot smoother now that you're using the actual app. Am I? Yeah, you're actually going through for me a lot better. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Maybe I'll sound better. I don't think that's because you're recording us, not... Generic wrestling music. One oh, yeah, because um, Brian came out to fucking Final Countdown and McGuinness came out to fucking in the bushes by Oasis. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking in the bushes? Is that Have what it's called? It's amazing. Oh, I is just sort of skipping through the entrances. It means we get more Matt. Look at those sunglasses. Look at that hair. Was I was going to say. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. Is it all right to tell me? Actually, that's unfair. He looks more like someone out of fucking Busted, doesn't he? Looks like someone from the movie Hackers. <laughs> Is, we've managed to almost got a full podcast about an obscure film reference. Almost. <laughs> almost. Oh. Oh, yeah, because uh, he was a bad guy, wasn't he? <laughs> He's bigger <laughs> than the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> what a heel. I should point out, though, in Liverpool. <laughs> like I say, this has been a match I've always wanted to watch. I've never seen peak Brian in Ring of Honor, so I'm excited for this. I wanted to go for. I want. I want to at some point to show you guys the Takashi Murashima match because it's fucking disgusting. From Noah or from Ring of Honor? Uh, we didn't. I don't think we had one in Noah because I think when Brian went to Noah, he was in the juniors. But Murashima no, because... isn't the absolute fucking unit. The absolute fucking fridge. Oh yeah, he's the pudgy face one. He looks a bit like a Japanese Terry Gordy. He's fucking enormous. Yeah. Um, he has a tragic backstory, which I'll get onto when we go into that match. But um, yeah, but like in that match, it's a no DQ match, but it's based around one weapon, and it manages not to be forced because he only really used for chain throughout the whole thing. <laughs> so and it was and it was is... heated because in a previous encounter, um, Brian Lishry had his um, retina detached. Jesus, nice. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is Daniel or Brian Danielson the world champion? Yeah, so Danielson's the world champion. McGuinness is the pure champion. And if you ever go right. want, if you ever want some good um, McGuinness stuff, go watch his pure run because it's really good. Hmm. He because you know, like so a pure run. Like by the way, this is under pure rules. So the whole thing about the um same is, um, is that Undertaker pure... refereeing? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about pure rules is you know how in a lot of title matches they'll be on commentary, oh referees discretion and all that. Yeah. Um not in pure rules, it's all really strictly a tier two. Good. So you, so like to a Bridget, because we sort of talked over the explanations, you have three rope breaks. Um, there's a strict cat 20 count when you go outside. No closed fists. One closed fist, you're deducted a rope break. 
and if you have no rubber you'll be disqualified and um with a strict time limit and yeah that's basically it hmm. and it sounds restrictive but if you're creative you can do a lot with it it's actually basically the reason why Ring of Honor is probably the best American promotion right now. Any chance to put them over? <laughs> Yet yeah, still not uh, thing in the Honor Club. <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I like them. I'm not going to throw money that way. I mean, here's the thing, because all their current product is free on Fight. And you need to actually buy um, the VIP membership to get the fucking pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And it's like... it. And there's a case of, if I didn't have to pay a fucking premium on top of a premium... It's like how, um, even if I wanted to watch the Disney Milan movie, I wasn't going to pay 30 quid for it on Disney+. Plus, yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to pay my premium... Big... Like, I don't want to pay a premium on top of a premium. <laughs> Fight. Fight. Yeah, old Cora and Elba. The kind of thing Garth loves. <laughs> Test his strength. Thanks. You know what, though? Like, I love Nigel, but one thing I can never get on with is the massive Union Jacks, and I get why he owns it, but, like, as a Scottish person, I just can't, I can't, I can't abide by that shit. Why? He's he's representing us all. <laughs> Come on, we're united, Chris. What are you on about? You're no, basically yeah, England. Up here. <laughs> We're going to slap next time I fucking see you, Goodwin. <laughs> um, the, there's a guy in my like council scheme that flies a Union Jack, and you have to understand here, that's basically, you might as well just have I'm racist tattooed on your fucking forehead if you fa- well, fly isn't you. That the thing that the, isn't that what the Rangers fans... Yeah, that's what, he also had a Rangers flag. He had a British... British he, had like a Brit, he had like a Bulldog flag, like not like the wrestler, like an actual British Bulldog, like the symbol of racism flag, but he got complaints. thing is with Nigel, he's deceptively big, isn't he? Because nowadays he's fairly, like, well, svelte. I did think... Hmm. Why is it with you and the word svelte lately? I, I, I very recently learned it, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Did you learn it? And be honest, did you learn it from the recent Wrestling With Regret video? No, actually, I learned it from oh, okay. OSW Review. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, that the, that's the place I've heard it recently. You got bitch slapped. Do you know what? You know what? Brian had some great chants back in the day. Like, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. <laughs> How Who the did? fuck was that a chant? Daniel Bryan? No, yeah, it was like, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. How, how did he have that, though? Because um, like he, he used to kick people's fucking heads in. <laughs> um, he also had, like, who's the best wrestler in the world? And they shout back, you are... Brian was Brian's just great. You know who didn't have charisma like that? Brett. You know who didn't need that? Brett. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He didn't need charisma. <laughs> I 
Hmm? I like that. How I do I do like the I like how am I gonna tell if this armbar hurts? I know. Oof. That was a lovely drop kick. You're gonna get your fucking head kicked out. <laughs> is, that, is, is that chant now stuck in your head? Yes it is. But do you know what'll get it out? It... Light it up, light it up, what the fuck? It's AJ Lee's theme, and it's become a running joke. And quite frankly, I'm sick of it. Who's who's theme? AJ Lee. <laughs> Can you not tell All from right. the absolutely outstanding job I'm doing of it? Can't say I've ever heard it before. I can sing it again if you want. Ooh, please do. <laughs> That you was do, a lovely, that was a lovely for, kick right there. Like, you do forget just how fucking good Nigel McGuinness was. I know, it's so hard yep. to forget when he's on, co- because he's been on commentary for, what, 10 years now, actually, close to. Um, But he's honestly just incredible. Who's NXT UK commentary at the moment? Um, I don't know, I haven't watched... Like, honestly, I've watched one NXT UK match all year and I didn't pay attention to commentary. I know Nigel's <laughs> on it. Because he can't exactly do now else, right? <laughs> um, and it I surprised found... me he's not NXT, to be fair. Well, we we can't get him to the UK. We couldn't get him to <clears throat> America for the longest time, could we? No. And then we got Wade Barrett, because they're like, yeah, one British person's all the same. <laughs> they're all the same, those English people. Do you reckon we're doing this to throw back to World of Sport? Probably. Well, they're both like sort of wrestling nerds. Product, product to that, aren't they? Because obviously you've got Nigel McGuinness, who's like British, and then you've got <laughs> Danielson, who was brought up by pretty much by William Regal. Regal, yeah. It's so weird these two actually, because like you, it's weird because you sort of imagine that all of these like indie darlings grew up like watching like. Masara and all that, and then like all the like tape trading stuff. But like McGuinness literally just wanted to be in WWE. That's all he ever wanted. Yeah. Like, and it's weird that he worked his body so hard in Ring of Honor because he would not have been doing any of that in WWE. So this is what 2006. Yeah. So you think if he'd have gone to WWE at this point, he'd have been Batista, yeah, JBL. Do you know what? I would have loved to have seen this Nigel McGuinness against JBL. Just a horse beating the shit out of each other, match. Honestly, McGuinness with this hair go up against um like 2013 burying everyone in promo Cena. What were McGuinness's promos like? Uh, solid. Like it's a case of he will. There's very little mind blowing stuff apart from like when he's actually like legitimately breaking down. Mm. Um, it's a case of. His accent, I think, got him, got him a lot of heat in America. <laughs> that was a great one, um, where he was like, "You don't care if one day I become an invalid because of what I do for you people." Grimes <laughs> <laughs> really working with Sam, isn't he? Yes, but I imagine it will actually end. Yeah, up- it's not. It's not like um, Okada, who, when he does chain wrestling, where he kind of just reaches for the nearest limb and decides, okay, we're going to target that for the first third of this match. <laughs> and then not mention it again. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine McGuinness is going to be doing cartwheels. 
Oh, he even drop kicked the arm. That was fucking. That is is one bad thing about technical classics. Is they're great to watch, but you have very little to say. <laughs> hmm. <Yeah. laughs> hmm. <laughs> Garth epitomising it there. Lovely. Garth there just going, uh, he's no Bretton Owen. Small 60 minute uh, Iron Man match. Maybe we should do that. That'd be the only match we do. Maybe we should do that one day. No, no. I'm I'm not. I I don't even like that match, to be honest. Do you know what? I've never seen it. I've only seen it twice, and it's just not. There's a a lot of nothing. There's too too much not I. There's too much filling time. There's a lot in like the last 15 minutes. Like. Sean even pulls out like a gut wrench, um, a gut wrench power bomb. It's mad. I have till five. <laughs> I wish he'd still do that because mm. he used to do, do that all the time. I need to try and think what the um, <clears throat> really good match was. I remember watching it obviously years and years ago when um, Aries was in, he had a match with um. Brian Danielson. Who did? Aries. Oh, no, it wasn't like one of their like. Oof. Do you do you want to know a mad Austin Aries Daniel Bryan story? So they were gonna go. Daniel Bryan wanted the match to go to. It was a two out three four match. He wanted it to go to two hour long draws and then one (laughs) fifty minute decision, and then that was gonna go ahead. But Bryan and Aries decided mid match to make it a very concise 72 minutes <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> like imagine to be fair like the Okada Omega 2 or 3 falls match went around that long certainly not where they were just doing what they wanted like come the night it's you know what's mad? I think that might have just been the case. Because I think we had, they must have had at that point a lot of faith in Brian. And to be fair, Ares left TNA to go back to Ring of Honor. Hmm. Oh, what's interesting? Yeah, yeah, that, like, Brian was working the left, wasn't he? And now McGuinness is using the right. Is McGuinness the South? No, McGuinness isn't the South Pole, is he? Not from what we've seen, I don't think. But things again, he did a great job of um, utilizing the pure rules moveset. Like um, he had a match with Samoa Joe, where he managed to have Joe burn through all his rope breaks, and then like Joe put his foot on the ropes right at the end. To get it, it was great. To be fair, there's some there's been some great displays in the pure division recently. Like there was one, it was Flip Gordon versus Rhett Titus, and I know this sounds random to put bring up, but you know about closed fist rule. Mm-hmm. Um, they've since revised that recently, so it's not a case of you lose a rope break; you just get disqual, you get one warning, and then you get disqualified. So it becomes a heel tactic; you can throw one closed fist. So. Um, Gordon had lost all his rope breaks so if it went to a time limit decision it would go into Rhett Titus's favour so what he does, like a minute before the end he punches 
he uses a close fist to knock Reptitus out and get the win. <laughs> I'm just, that <laughs> screw you, you people <laughs> that's fucking great fuck you Britain look at that cause like, <laughs> is, that toilet, is that a bit of toilet paper of course it's like a streamer isn't it <laughs> it's like oh lads we don't have any streamers quick Go to the cabin. I've just wait. been for a shit look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, there's toilet paper in it. To be fair, if you went, went to some venues, you know that that's not always a luxury you can be afforded. <laughs> I think it's about Brian's attire. It's very much um, regal inspired, isn't it? Yes. See, look at that. They've done such a good job building this match, but that superplex was a fairly major move. Oh. After, Every time he does it. Yeah, we me and Rob talked about this last time we when we did the had the Brian match last week. Every time Brian does anything in his first career, you're like, oh Christ. <laughs> and then you realise what happened there. Yeah, to, yeah, this is a great submission move to be fair. I wish he did it more. Two rope breaks. <laughs> so, why did they unify the titles? Um, if the pure division was so, for lack of a better phrase, innovative. Well, why did I'm, they? That's uh, more. If it's more but innovative in like today's landscape, I think they felt at the time because Ooh. they had largely the same roster as we did that they were sort of burning through all the possibilities with the division. Mm, I wonder why they brought it back then. Uh, well, recently. Because yeah. they, they desperately needed an identity. That is true. I do love um, this I, move. It's such... I, does anyone do it nowadays? Not that I know of. I could have sworn someone in Stardom did it. I might, I might just be making it up. It's not been recently. No. Say Kamatani's probably going to adopt it into her moveset. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's having so many fucking moves recently. It's madness. I mean, Sai Reed is just there going, I'm going to keep chopping people. I'm just going to make it harder. That's what she said. <laughs> mm. To be fair, what I like is <laughs> Brian is Wee. Brian took the slow burn to get McGuinness to um, burn through two rope bricks and McGuinness managed to do it in like a matter of 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Like, not, it was a bit probably longer than 30 seconds, but it didn't take him long, did it? That's not a British table. Is Cornette in Ring of Honor at this point? No, Cornette wouldn't be in until like 2010, I believe, 2011. You know how to, do you know how to cut the stints? Um, I thought oh, he'd he had, had a few stints. He had a, he had a stint, his first stint was at like a, an anti CZW. Um, on-air personality. Then his second stint was Booker. I th- when was the CZW feud? I'm not quite sure. I think it must have been... I, it must have been... I'm, it might have been a bit after this. I find that weird that a company that is based around Pure had a feud 
with CZW. With well, that, CZW, yeah. Well, that was probably what it was based on, Rob. <laughs> Rob. Very strange. It's no, so to I'm think joking. of CZW as someone worth um, partnering with because they've not been relevant for years. They're probably still the number one deathmatch promotion. GCW. Mm, maybe. Again, you can't really call GCW a deathmatch promotion. We kind of do everything. Yeah. Do fucking everything. Well, like, fucking all so, sorts, don't they? It's so weird having somewhere that does... Oh, now he's using his left arm. Okay, his arm's been... Okay, okay. I, I like this match. Uh... You can't tell. Um... Oh, Jesus. Um, was, oh, like it's weird have, in GCW having a place that does something like Jim, <laughs> Josh Barnett's Bloodsport on the same weekend in the same place as Joey Janela's Spring Play. <laughs> Ooh, there he's doing again. Oh, fucking hell, <laughs> fool! <laughs> oh, roaring it's... elbow. See, he actually built towards a roaring elbow. It's madness. Chicken wing. <laughs> a move that has since been fucking destroyed by Marty Skull being the main proprietor of it. <laughs> When's he t- going to turn up on AEW, you think? I think he's a bit of a toxic presence to have on a roster in terms of the publicity it's going to bring, to be honest. Who's that? Oh, Scotty. But he's all well, the middle. I heard he was getting WWE. <laughs> yeah, because WWE literally don't care. They still, oh, yeah. <laughs> basically, everyone on the only per- I think the only per- people got fired, uh, like Jack Gallagher, and possibly Travis Banks. I don't know, but they've just hired Millie McKenzie, so I can't see Travis Banks being on the roster as well. Yeah, last thing I think I don't think it would be a good idea having both Millie and it would be certainly in bad taste to ha- to keep Travis but hire Millie. Exactly. So it makes me think that Travis Banks probably isn't there anymore. Yeah, or at least he's still on till his contract ends. But we have no plan on using him. No. <laughs> it's weird seeing O'Brien taking every opportunity. To like gloat to a crowd, you don't like even in this heel run in WWE, you didn't really see that. No, no. And again, it's seeing it's weird in current context to see like pudgy face, bright. <laughs> like honestly, he looks like someone out of train spotting. Hmm, he does like a total scully. Yeah, like he's running down wet to Waverly Station. Oh, slappity! Ah, uh, see. Brian, like I'm trying to remember the rope breaks out. So McGinnis just burned his last one. So Brian's the only one with a rope break left. To be fair, I think all slaps have been sort of diminished since it's all Walter Chop Timothy Thatcher in the head. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Yeah. Like how sci-fi isn't the same after you see Blade Runner and Ice Cream isn't the same after you go to Fredericks and Bolton. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say something like, ice cream isn't the same after you've had monkey's blood on or sprinkles or something. <laughs> I mean, well, I was about to say, <laughs> you know, have you been to anymore, yeah. I was about to say, have you ever been to Fredericks and Bolton? I'm pretty sure. Oh. <sighs> Funnily enough, I haven't. <laughs> so they're both out of a rubric. I wonder what the rest of his card was. I'm genuinely curious. Go Shiozaki was on it. Was he? No, mm-hmm. but was he really? He was. Why would I make that up? I don't know. I just... What? what? <laughs> you you might have been mistaken it with a different card. Let's have a look. Um, Danielson, McGuinness, Aries and Roderick Strong versus Briscoes, Robbie Brookside versus Chad Trevica. What? I don't know. Don't go over to Jody Fly. Oh, yeah, he was. Versus Goshi Zaka and Swummer. Sua. S-W-A-A. Swa. Sua. <laughs> Swa. <laughs> um, Colt Cabana versus Chris Hero. Um, BJ Whip- Whipner. Blah, Whip- Whipner. Whitmer. Versus Claudio Castagnoli. Um, Davey Richards versus Jimmy Rave. And Matt Sodell versus Colt Cabana. Oh, Colt Cabana both double duty. Um, versus Colt Cabana, Johnny Storm, and Spud. Spud. <laughs> Rockstar Spud. Oh, my God. Drake Maverick. <laughs> Oh, I can do this now because neither of them have a rope break, so this is technically legal. Please, please don't, don't tap. tap. Please don't tap. It's a bit of a smarky thing to chant, isn't it? It's like, please... Then again, it's, you don't want him to lose. Okay, that's fine. Of course not. You're chanting for your hero? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I could have went so wrong if I had time. That, got up that's there, so... That, <laughs> the thing is that I've never liked about the Tower of London is that it's a bit of a hard move to not be completely... Um, no, it's like c- completely like convoluted. Mm. But they really managed it. <laughs> oh, you doing? Come on, come on, <laughs> Nigel! You come love on, you, Nigel. He <laughs> love you, Nigel. <laughs> Fucking knock him out. Did you hear that? <laughs> fuck me. Fucking hell, Nigel. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh. I mean, oh, he's, he's pissing up. blood, mate. I think we've, <laughs> get, I think we've let the fucking Scouse accent completely diminish that moment. Fucking bleeding. Yo, mate, people say wrestling isn't real. Fucking hell, look at his face. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We're, so, we're sorry, Scouts out there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be. There's one cunt in Liverpool who's gonna fucking steal our tyres. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be fair, Zach Gibson and in, in NXT currently just—he oh. basically built his heel persona. He's fucking brilliant. Off of having a Scouse accent. Oh, I love him. He's amazing. <laughs> used to come out to like one of that Liverpool that song all Liverpool fans used to chant. You never walk alone. Yeah. What are the proper British chairs right there, aren't they? Oh, they're like to- uh, like like yeah. It's like Wigan Men's Club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but this, this thing, this match had a slow start, but it was setting up stuff that we would go after later. So you know what. 
I can forgive the slow start, especially now that Nigel is looking like the fucking crimson aura. <laughs> that was fucking mental. That was a mental mental. sequence, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Like, our pissing about, I think, is going to make people think we're not. (laughs) It just took a boot to the face. (sighs) It's done out of love, man, because we love the Scouse accent. Fucking come on. Oh, my best mate's a Scouser. Is he? Yeah, well, she. She. I'm sorry for misgendering you. Broad Scouse. That's right. It's weird when she's with us. No, because she's technically from the Wirral, as she constantly <laughs> reminds me. Which is which is which is Liverpool, isn't it? Um, yeah. But she she if she's with us, like me and my girlfriend, she's she doesn't sound too scouse. But then as soon as she rings home or is with one of her scouse mates, fucking hell, it all comes out. So fucking one of my best friends it's because one of my best friends is a Brummie, and whenever she like whenever I see her, she's like completely just normal. And then whenever she's fucking. For, on the phone to her mum and someone's like, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's like that when I go down to see my family down at Leeds and Harrogate. See, 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 secretly, when I'm not around, um, when I'm on YouTube, this is why I have this accent. When I'm around other Scottish people, I sound like a fucking, some, someone like you and McGregor out train spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can't. <laughs> To be fair, I do say cunt a lot. <laughs> you know. I've that's noticed. A Scottish, uh, that's an endearing Scottish term. <laughs> no, that's, that's a bit of things. Cunt is a very versatile word up in Scotland. We have that as well. Hello. All like, right. It's the wacky you, line like, from you, Dean Ambrose. Not, right, fucking... When, uh, Dean Ambrose really diminished that fucking move for this time. The wacky really line, but it was named after Dean Ambrose. Shut the fuck up. He's wacky. <laughs> He's the wacky man. <laughs> He's fucking wacky. Stop it. <laughs> I can't help it. Are you going to send this specific part of the podcast to your friends? <laughs> yes, I am. I can't. <laughs> Oh, that was such a beautiful little fucking transition right there. I actually don't want Nigel to tap, despite the fact this was fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> Retrospect- retrospectively, don't want him to tap. No, that's, thing. that's how you know a match is great when it draws you in, even several years later. Oh, look at him, he's hulking up. <laughs> See, I really want to do the Scouse accent job, but I know if I attempt it, it's going to sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a lo- there's a long tradition on the show of me doing <laughs> accent. <laughs> but not your but that... own accent, which is bizarre. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, like not like a Scottish accent. I've never can... heard you do a Scottish accent. I can't. I, the only time I ever did a Scottish accent is when I'm my voice is gone and I'm drunk. That's I, it's that very specific context. Oh Christ, these elbows. Oh, and that's it. And there we go. See, I feel like this, yeah, you know what? I feel it's this kind of energy we tried to go for in the coffee done match that we saw. They were like a surprise ending on the map, but also mm. That couldn't capture this energy, could it? 
Oh, look at how fucking mad this crowd is. Your shit. Your. We're chanting bullshit, not your shit. <laughs> your shit. <laughs> and there we go. The titles are officially unified. unified. 16 oh. years ago. And that is why, guys, it's called Ring of Honor Unified. Oh, as soon as Final mm. Countdown started, they fucking... <laughs> Boo! Because, uh, someone just threw a bottle at him. Um, Chris, yes. what do you think of that? Oh, mate. <laughs> what a fucking match. Like, okay. Um, I, I'm in awe every time I watch it. it. There's always something I notice every time I watch it. It's one of those. Where like, like for example, Kabashi versus Joe. Like upon like one or two watches, you kind of have you kind of know everything that match has. Like, but it still fucks. But here, like you might not even like completely understand the hype the first time you watch it. But then like the second, the third, and fourth watch, you're like, oh my god, this is fucking Inception level fucking genius right here. Holy shit! And these two work. I could I couldn't think of any other word. Um <laughs> and it's great because this for me, this isn't even my favourite Brian versus McGuinness match. Which is mad because this is fucking incredible. And intriguing. I, I know, I think it's just this is just shows what wrestling can be when you have two people who really think about it. And who actually really love it. Yeah, and it's his thing because you couldn't pick, and they also catered it to the crowd. You, you couldn't pick this match up and put it in fucking I don't know, Baltimore, Maryland, or I don't know, Denver, Colorado. Like you couldn't just pick it up and put it in a random place and have the same match. This match was specifically designed to draw heat out of this very specific crowd. Yeah, like right from the start with Brian T- saying that he's bigger than the Beatles. Which in Liverpool is gonna get you fucking get, it's gonna get your it's gonna get your tires stolen. Um <laughs> Nah so that's you... a lie, but they were gonna get stolen anyway. Um but yeah, this is insanely good. Like I can't I can't I, I think about this match. Like every time <laughs> no, I think sometimes. about this Yeah, every time I think <laughs> about this match, it's one of you know what this match is about flips in your head. <laughs> wouldn't you like to know um his, his, I, I will think about this match like once every like like once or twice a year but every time I think about it I'll be like wait no I need to watch this like right now it's an incredible match I, I think my rating is obvious three <laughs> <laughs> so just to, just to clarify Chris to sort of Put succinctly into what you're saying is, did you like that match? <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, Garth, what about you? It was really good, yeah. Um, had a bit of everything. It had the right amount of slowing it down to get those, um, especially to get those rope bricks out of the way to then sort of open the match up some more. Well, you say out of the way. Um, they, there's 
they didn't. Oh, other road breaks were still in play, like tw- three quarters of the way. Yeah, what, but it wasn't like sort of once they let those go, it seemed to sort of it was like right. This is now turn the shit up to eleven. Yeah, uh, and then they went outside and just fucking went mental. Uh, making his head button that ring post. Holy shit! Christ. Uh, um, not even having to do anything on the table, and it just fucking fell to bits. <laughs> um, and that then, was really, really good. I really, and really then the scouts are shouting, put him oh, through the table. Yeah, which um, is a really good match. Yeah, really good. Um, you can tell it's just two people who enjoy working together and get the best out of each other. Shimon never got more of it. Oh, we like got on, loads of this. We, I mean, like on, on like a bigger stage, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, yeah. So, but no, really good. So, Chris. Mm-hmm. What are you going to rate this? You haven't given your thoughts yet, though. I thought it was great. You know, <laughs> and I knew it was going to be great. You look at who is in the ring. You listen to all the hype surrounding this match. It, it was great. It was a really, really well worked. You know, pure. Sorry for the pun. Pure wrestling match um, with just incredible heat. The crowd added so much to it because they were just so fucking into the match. They were so behind McGuinness. And Daniel Bryan proved just what a wrestling genius he actually is. And you're absolutely right, Garth. I would have loved to have seen this in the main event of a bigger show. You know, a SummerSlam, a Mania, a Rumble. Just imagine, you know, you're never going to get this sort of match in a WWE setting but just imagine that it would be an incredible incredible match especially with the right sort of uh exposure but yeah i thought i thought it was really really good um chris what did you give it um, five obviously 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 um garth what about you i would <laughs> probably <laughs> Pick your next five. words. Uh, pick your next words very, very carefully. I wouldn't. It's not. It is a very, very, very good match, but it's not a perfect match for me. But four and three quarters, five. I'm happy to go with five. Um, Robert. Right. <laughs> right. So, I'd give it four and three quarters. Oh. Um, it's still an absolutely phenomenal match and I don't think anyone watching this match I don't think anyone is disputing how good the match is you know it's it's based, what we're doing here is we're basically deciding if it's a perfect match or a damn near perfect match is we are splitting hairs what I always say and what you know I think all three of us have said in se- on separate occasions is that you get a gut feeling with a five-star match. This was bloody fantastic, but I just didn't quite get the holy shit, this is perfect feeling. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's still a phenomenal match, and, you know, go out of your way to go and watch it. Um, I think Why it shows... are you listening to us if you weren't watching? Well, well, that's a good point. And to be fair, if you're watching the video of this podcast, which you can find on our uh, on our YouTube channel, then you should be able to see this match. Unless uh, WWE copyrights it, in which case it won't be up. So all of this is in vain. Here's the thing: I'm look I'm looking forward to what you're going to do when we get fucking New Japan. Those cunts are ruthless. 
They are. They are, which means I'm going to have to try and find the matches on Daily Motion and stuff. So, apologies. Anyway, let's uh, let's leave it there because we have been going a long time. Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Go and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple, Apple Play, Apple Play? No, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all of that cool stuff, you can go and find us there. You can find us on the website, www.podmania.co.uk, where you can check out all of our archived podcast episodes, as well as all our match ratings, including the matches that we have done tonight. Uh, you can check out the fact that we have a merch store. We actually have merch that you can go and buy if you want to go and walk around with our three gormless faces on your chest, then please, it would be brilliant. Please go and check that out. Um, what else? Well, you can talk to me on Twitter at, at RealRobGoodwin. You can talk. You can find the podcast at Podmania. Garth, where can they find you? Uh, at the Garthberg. Christopher? <laughs> Still crying over Keiji Muto versus Gojiyazaki. <laughs> uh, go and check out his YouTube videos. I thought I'd give him a nice little plug. Be nice to him. Um <laughs> You can find our YouTube channel at The Real Pod Mania. Again, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back same time, same place, with three more randomly generated matches. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Wrestling fans.